back into this place did you believe that what i know right crazy so this is the notes with goats podcast and i am steve i am brandon and we kind of do a little bit of everything we are the salvation army of podcasts you never really know what you're gonna get (laughs) it's probably off the discount rack but hey yeah there's a market for us there is you guys prove that yes all seven of you Woo! thank you mom um (laughs) so Again, we do album reviews and a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but primarily music. We yeah. love music. We talk music. We make fun of people and they don't talk to us back, which is quite nice for me because I'm not really sure how that would look. Speaking of music yeah. Yeah. and reviews and such, Brandon, what are we listening to today? We are going back to 2004. Way back. Way back. Now, I, I struggled with the track count. On this, yeah, there's, a, I got, I got thirteen, but I don't think there's, there's actually thirteen. It's like nine ish because some eight. of eight, nine because of doubles, the doubles. Uh, guys, we're doing uh, American Idiot by Green Day. Yeah, yeah, American Idiot. We did it. He's he brought that one up. I did. That was my that was my my pick. That's so, what, that's what we're doing. Yeah, uh, fifteen years. Well, six, 16, 17, 16, 16 years September, old, September, September, 2004. Okay. So 16, 16 and some months. Yeah. It was right before, right before the, uh, the vote day for, I think it was Bush Carey. Oh yeah. George, yep. George W and John, the old Oak board of John Kerry. Yeah. It's a hard choice for everybody to make. Even the Democrats were pissed off about that one. <laughs> and I, this is actually the first election I could vote in. Oh, really? And I was like, I got to pick that guy. He looks like a freaking, a plank. He literally looked like a plank. Who was his running mate? Was it? Wasn't it? Uh, um, Lieb- Lieberman? No, no. That was Lieberman. That was Gore. Uh, 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 Edwards. John Edwards. Oh, yeah. Didn't that guy come out as like some sort of creeper too? He, oh, no. His wife died. Sh- he was doing some crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great choice, John Kerry. We are definitely going to win the election back on this one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Green Day. We will get into the album in a second. Sure. And that stuff. But Green Day. So Green Day, for those of you who don't know who Green Day is, I guess there's probably some of you. I mean, started off in the late 80s, actually. Um, kind of got big mid 90s. Their big their big uh album <laughs> title, I'm pretty sure preferred by my <laughs> kids because it's called Dookie. Yeah. I mean Tells you what the, the quality of band that we're calling about now. Yeah. They actually have had 13 studio albums headlined by Dookie and American Idiot. I, I call American. Them American. American. <laughs> Do you want to you take a crack at their uh, their total album sales? Like all since since A1, day one to the now? Yeah. Uh, 1.1 billion. Man, you gave them a lot of credit. 75 mil. Oh, okay. 75 million albums sold. Primarily, a lot of it is Dookie and American Idiot. It's still a Nimrod. ton of albums. That's so the top three are those three. So it's yeah. Dookie, American Idiot, and I think American Idiot might actually have surpassed Dookie as their number one, and then Nimrod, which is Time of Your Life. 
Ah, uh, yes. So everybody's graduation track in the late 90s, early 2000s. They were inducted in the Hall of Fame. They are Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees in 2015. Yeah. Uh, this album, getting into this one, this one was actually nominated for Album of the Year in the Grammys. Uh, okay. Album of the Year, Best Rock Album, which it did win. And then two tracks were nominated for Record of the Year, American Idiot and Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Boulevard actually did win. Um, okay. Not Record of the Year. Uh, American Idiot was the, was one year. Boulevard was the next year, kind of how they got released. Okay. And Boulevard did actually win. American Idiot lost against a Ray Charles song. Uh, in 2004, uh, Ray Charles actually did win the album of the year. And I believe it was posthumous. Okay. So after he died. Yeah. But again, if everybody remembers 2004, that was the same year that Ray, the movie Ray came out with Jamie Foxx. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Who okay. Killed that. Uh, in that biopic of Ray Charles, so Ray Charles was was he was a pretty big deal. Yeah, I mean that time. Unfortunately, he did pass in that year too, so that kind of sucks. Yeah. But pretty big deal. Um, in in his in his own right, a music icon. Yeah. Um, the Diet Pepsi guy. Yep. All around the boards. So more about American Idiot. It's ranked number twenty two in the top hundred albums of the two thousands by Rolling Stone. Oh. So 2000 so 2000 to 2009. Yeah. So that 10 year period, it was the 20 ranked number 22 in the 2000s uh by Rolling Stone. Okay. I, I still can't believe this happened, but it spawned a Broadway play. It did. That ran for about 2 years, 421 performances in 2 years. It's a hell of a lot of performances. Yeah, it is. And two Tony wins. There was a there was a movie that was floated for a while there. Like Billy Joe was really pushing this to have a movie, but recently oh. that was scrapped. Uh, 2019, uh, just didn't go anywhere. Okay, so, but they were trying to yeah. do a movie huh. on it. Uh, did break up a couple. I did mention a couple of the singles already. This this actually had one, two, three, four, five singles in this album. Of the, we're gonna. They say there's 13 tracks. 13. But there's only like six. Yeah. Um, we'll get into that in a second. But America Idiot, Boulevard of Broken Dreams, Wake Me Up When September Ends, Wake Me When September Ends, Holiday, and Jesus of Suburbia. That's now, old. the first yeah. three I remember, I don't remember Holiday or Jesus of Suburbia being radio radio tracks, singles. I know they were out there. Right. I, mean, I owned this album. Everybody, I think everybody did at yeah. some point. But So Green Day. Yep. You picked Green Day. I did. Uh early 2000s protest music yeah why green day or why this album i guess uh this came out when i was a freshman in high school so it it, yeah i was yeah 14 years old 15 14 so i wanted to see where 20 by the way huh i was 20 by the way well you're the one that aged yourself i know but uh no, I picked this one because it was one. It was a favorite of mine okay. in in high school, okay. uh, and I wanted to. Now that we're doing the pod, I wanted to see if it holds up. If it holds up, that's. I mean, that's kind of why I pick some of the albums that I do. Okay. It just yeah, and that's where this one was. It was like, man, this was a really this was super popular. It's mm-hmm. like you said, it had mm-hmm. the uh, the it has the, the the musical, the Broadway show, or had it's not anymore. Yeah. had the Broadway show. And just all of these different things, like it has it has it lived up. So that's kind of where where yeah. I 
I mean, I, I, I appreciate that. I mean, we do look at a lot of stuff that's, you know, 20 or so years old, um, getting back into when we were younger, um, you know, coming up into high school. Cause I think, I think everybody is kind of like us where your musical tastes kind of up until high school, maybe just before high school, they kind of ride with your parents. Yeah. Whether that be good or bad for some of us, some of us probably not so good. Some of us, eh, maybe not so bad, but they ride with what your parents listen to because you really have no control over the car radio. Uh, cause well, backseat drivers don't get to control the radio. Nope. You kind of got to live with what mom and dad are listening to. So then you kind of get into high school. Maybe you get to go hang out with friends or you possibly start getting your own car. You get to buy music cause you maybe got a little bit of a job or you earned money somewhere. You can buy your own. Um, so you start kind of developing your own thought process and your own, your own voice. And I think a lot of those artists that we introduce ourselves to, they have a special place in our hearts. And sometimes they're, they're a continued favorite artist lifelong yeah sometimes they're not but other times they may fall off the radar and you're like what the hell happened to those guys exactly so i appreciate that there's there's a lot there um as i think as we as we both pick albums that are like a little bit further out then we we kind of have those sentimental ties to them so i i okay that makes me feel a little bit better about trashing this um (laughs) i kid i'm not going to trash it that bad so let's go into it so we've we've broken down we've broken down who green day is we've broken down kind of the stylistic of what this is coming at as again as a as an early 2000s protest uh in the george bush era yeah uh george w bush um after 9 11 so there's there's some unrest lots of people are upset but but this is sure this is also that same time when getting the pa sticker on albums was becoming pretty prevalent right yeah, I mean, it was the, it was a little bit before this, but yeah, this was kind of the when things started kind of coming out. The parental, parental advisory. advisory, yeah. So that came out like late '90s, but with like uh, Tipper Gore and yeah. like uh, so that was like Gore Clinton era, like late early 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 to, or mid to late '90s. But for other artists like Green Day and like other things that came out, they were kind of in the heyday of this, and there is some pushback in the in the, that. But yeah, they they put this out as a protest music, and it was the media loved it. I oh, mean, it they was sure grabbed did. Grabbed on to be as like a thing, and I think other countries were like, "Yeah, America, idiots," and that's how we're still viewed most of the time. Probably, especially now. Hopefully, not right now. Hopefully, we've gotten past that. But considering recent events, we are filming this in January, and it's not the inauguration yet, guys. So I don't know what the world has yet come and. Considering the first couple weeks of January, who the hell knows? Hopefully, we're still here. Let's just go with that. We'll yep. get into some of the protest stuff here in a minute there at the go. very end, yep. uh, for sure. Um, it's, it's part of my final thoughts. But what was your favorite track on this album? And you can't pick one. I I say you can't pick one of the doubles, but I did pick a double, I guess, in one of them. So. I, I picked a double, but I only picked the one half of the double. Okay. Uh, it was Holiday. Okay. Uh, that's always been one of my favorites. Love the drums at the beginning. It's got a, just a great driving beat. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, when you hear this song, you know you know that it's Green Day. Whether or not you you know the song itself, just hearing the beat and yeah. and the the vocals. the vocals, you Billy know, right? You're like, is this Good Charlotte? Nope, it's Green Day. Like that's kind of what where where mm-hmm. it gets. So okay. yep, Holiday was my my favorite. Okay. So I went too much too soon. 
Okay. And the reason I picked Too Much Too Soon is because the song reminds me of Vintage Green Day. It's kind of something that's a throwback to yeah. the, you know, to the to the nineties. Uh, music isn't trying too hard. It's not. It's a three piece band. So it's it's we we didn't even go with the band members. Billy Joe Armstrong is the lead singer, guitar player. Mike Dirt is backing vocals and bass player, and the coolest drummer in the whole wide world's name is Trey Cool. Oh, Trey Cool. Trey Cool is the back. He's backup vocals and drums. So if you notice that every single person in the album, there's only three. Again, a pop punk band, pretty similar to like Blink and other other bands. Right. Only three people. Uh, no wasted movement, and the freaking drummer's name is Trey Cool. Recipe for success right there. Absolutely. Drummers should be the coolest guy in the band, and unless you're a Metallica, the drummer sucks. There it is. Good old Lars. We could have had Napster. You could have been cooler than Spotify. You could have been Trey Cool, Lars. You could have been Trey Cool, except you're Lars Stupid Ulrich. Your middle (laughs) name is not stupid. Well, maybe it is. Who knows? So, too much too soon. Um, It's probably, to my, in my viewpoint the only true pop punk song on this album yeah um they kind of went away from their roots a little bit on this one and kind of got a little bit more stylistic uh for a reason yeah get into soon but this is kind of the truest pop punk of all of the songs here so i I liked that version yeah no i can i yeah no that's that that's a good pick do you want to go the dark horse deep cut or do you want to go we go dark horse deep cut yeah um so this one i'm actually picking the double for a reason okay uh, it's the Are We the Waiting and St. Jimmy. Okay. Uh, I like the fact that the first song, first mm-hmm. half, was was slow, mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden it switches to St. Jimmy and it's quick and it's and the tempo is is faster. Mm-hmm. Um, so just having that contrast on on that, I really I really liked, and I just really like both of those songs anyway. So yeah, it it, it fit well with what okay. they were trying to do. What about you? I picked Homecoming. That's a good one. And the song was a dark horse for me just because of the music. The lyrics were okay. They were all right. The production of this track, though, is lends itself perfectly to the stage. The church bells, the marching yeah. band snare, the tempo changes that yeah. happen. It, it starts off slow, it builds, and it gets back down slow, and it builds again. But it's... It looks in your head that you're watching this, and I I never actually saw American Idiot on stage. I no. I didn't see. And there's I know there's a DVD of it out there somewhere. Maybe I'll check it out one of these days uh, if I'm feeling nostalgic. But I've heard good things about it. Um, yeah. Still, but and it did win a couple of Tonys. But this song tells me that like you can tell this album. Most of this album was written for the stage. Yeah. It was written to be a show. So right. I liked that. Like I said, vocals, the lyrics are kind of ho hum. It's it's Billy Joe. It's a Green Day song, but the the how it's composed, I feel like it's just top notch. Yeah. No, I like that. So yeah. what was your least favorite? Give me Novocaine was my least favorite. Okay. Just kind of blah and filler mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Nothing substantial about it. Mm-hmm. it i mean it was it was kind of quirky kind of just not i could have gone without it and all i mean obviously that's why it's my least 
but I, I don't think that it lended well to what this album was trying to say. I don't I don't know. Yeah. So that was that was my least. Okay. So my least I picked two. I probably could have picked three. Okay. Really. I mean, to tell you the truth. Um, Wake Me Up When September Ends. Oh, you're not a fan of that one? An American Idiot. Ooh. Both of these songs are okay. Okay. But holy mother of God, were they overplayed. Overhyped. Oh, is that why you don't like them? Overdropped. Okay. Yes. They they still are overplayed. The yeah. most recent election, you could still hear American Idiot. That's true. No, it's it's not. It's it's a weak song, guys. It's weak. Like if you listen to the the lyrics of it, it's a money grab. Billy Joe milked every single penny he could from this album, and when when that dried up. He sent the cow to slaughter and made a freaking musical and then tried to make beef jerky out of that into a movie. Like he knew this was his ticket. Yeah. And he punched it and it it's just, it's again, I don't dislike the songs. I don't dislike them. They're nostalgic. Yeah. They're a part of history. Even after 17 years, I am still just tired of them. Like I heard them so much and they were rammed down our throats so much as being in the younger generation as the voters oh, and like a younger, sure. like a first time voter of 2004 MTV and VH1 when VH1 was still a thing and like playing music. Yeah. MTV still does them time to time. The rock, the vote stuff like, Oh my God. Oh. They put Billy Joe Armstrong and his full mascara glory out there. <laughs> Every chance they got to push you to vote against the president and to vote, you know, in the board, the piece of drywall that was standing there for John Kerry. <laughs> like, yeah, it was two white guys that really, you couldn't really say anything bad about W was who he was. I mean, sure. Not, I don't think all on a bad dude. He wasn't as bad as what we could have been. We've learned that. And John Kerry had no reason to be up there yeah it just was so it just it it, it's still it gets me and the songs they still bring up those memories of like this forced election and then it kind of got into that a a little bit of that uh nationalism thing like if you're not voting against george bush like you're a part of the problem billy joe's out here telling you you're right you got to vote republican vote democrat because if you're like if you're a punk then you'll vote democrat you i don't need you to tell me how to vote right i am figuring myself out and if you need a musician to tell you how to vote you probably shouldn't be voting i'm gonna put that out there right now if you need somebody to tell you how to vote especially a celebrity a celebrity for sure and it ain't kanye right because he'll tell you to vote for himself and that's fucking hilarious (laughs) well especially okay side note i mean not really but the guy had votes yeah like fifty thousand. yeah way to go kanye life went downhill from there but i mean hell yeah if if i mean vote if kanye tells you to vote for kanye and you vote for kanye you know what you're gonna get i mean you you're rooting for evil and you know chaos cool i like you we'd be friends (laughs) but if you're voting because some douche hole told you to vote this way because it's going to be good for you and you're not a true fan if you don't vote for against this party or that party well we're talking about we're talking about both sides yeah they both do it yeah, they've 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 been both doing it for a little while. If if that is how you like determine who you're going to vote for, 
don't vote. I actually one year voted in a election and not a presidential election. It was a city election or a state election. And I voted for the person who sent me the least amount of stuff. If I didn't hear your name very often, <laughs> I probably voted for you because you didn't bother me. Now yeah. they're texting you. Like, not anymore because the election's the over, but they're texting you. Like, stop it. Right. But I had a lot of fun with those people, so it's okay. Yeah, those are fun. I don't hate the songs. I just don't like to hear them anymore. It just it brings up, like, really yeah. pissed off memories in my head sure. of this being a complete money grab. Right. So, Especially during, during the time that it was. During the time sure. it was, and then even now, they're still trying. I mean, Billy Joe is still hitting those royalties. And like, let's go. And just, yeah. we are American idiots. Like the problem is, is we are this song still. And like, yeah. like, we still, people that get their voting advice or their opinions from famous people, they don't give a shit about you. They don't care. Nope. Like 99% of them are just being paid to say something outlandish or they're saying something outlandish. So you'll follow them on Twitter or Instagram. Right. Like even the influencers, the so-called influencers are just doing stupid shit so you'll follow them. Yeah. I'm not doing stupid shit so you follow me. Pretty much you're probably not going to talk to me anymore and I'm okay with that. I just tell you how I feel. I don't care what you guys do. You vote for who you want to vote for. You talk who you want to talk to. You still fly a flag that of a guy who is no longer in office. You do you, boo. I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's okay with me. We're yeah. going to we'll, we'll have we'll have a, a frank discussion about it. You'll know where I stand. I'll know where you stand. We'll still be friends afterwards. Yeah. Maybe. I mean well, if, if I we're think, friends. I think that's just going off on a tangent. That's where that's a part of the problem in today's day and age. There's people that want to talk or that are willing to talk and listen, but then all the other sides are just they keep there's no middle ground anymore. Yeah. There's no understanding. Yeah. There's just a line in the sand. There's a line in the sand. And if you cross it, you're wrong. Or if you think yeah. everybody's wrong. But we're talking both sides here. So it's the great like, thing is a sand sand doesn't stay in the line very often. That's true. Hopefully for people. I mean, I hope I hope we get some unity back and there there is less division and less and less fighting. I don't I don't know if it'll happen anytime soon. I hope. I hope guys. I I I joke, I kid, and I get kind of fired up on some different different stupid shit. But hopefully you hear this and you've heard me speak and yelling at racists and yelling at people that are just terrible people. You can still be you and I'll still love you. I just might not talk to you. Right. It's cool. As I've got off on that tangent, I haven't got to my final thoughts on this album yet. To put a bow on it, what what were your takeaways? Did did to you, to Brandon, you're the one that gave this one to us. Yeah. Did this hold up? Um, yes and no. Okay. I think it did in the fact that I still enjoyed the songs that I liked Okay. back in high school. Kind of that angsty, mm-hmm. whatever kind of thing. Sure. But, I mean, that's pretty much it. There's a lot of things that was kind of blah to me and just, yeah, money, money grab, mm-hmm. nothing but it did it did bring back a little bit of nostalgia um okay. which is kind of what i was was going for so. what you were hoping for what i was hoping for but again this is one of those ones where you know i sipped on the coffee i'm good with not doing it again for a little bit yeah a it'll long, be it'll a be long in the playlist bit. but it'll be it'll be deep it'll be deep you might skip it if it comes out yeah i may not i probably yeah i probably won't listen to this album in full anymore it was what it was. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that we did it, yeah. but that's just 
yeah, that's where it kind of fell for me. So well, I think in the time frame that we're in right now, um, this, yeah, this is still being Black History Month and like getting into some of the political stuff. It's not our not our. We we make jokes pretty consistently about about life and politics yeah. and how things work and um not because we want to turn off one side versus the other we kind of just think shit's funny sometimes sure and i mean if you have if you can't laugh at your your own shortcomings it, it really this is probably isn't the pot for you right um i laugh at my own shortcomings all the time i mean how many how many times do i have to tell you guys that i'm huge in japan <laughs> And and shortcomings. I mean, I yeah. there's there's a whole lot there to unpackage, guys. Or even, you know, we we give me crap because I'm you marching know, band nerd, marching band tromboner. Like, you gotta laugh. Yeah, I mean, you gotta have like, you gotta have fun. If if you can't if you can't take it, don't dish it. But if you can't take it and even haven't dished it, ask yourself if if I've offended you. Or if I've pushed you away from this podcast or some podcasts, if I might have gone a little bit overboard, it happens, guys. I'm not going to apologize for it. But is it is it because of what I said or is it because of how I made you feel? Right. If I made you feel a different way and had you question some things and you turned me off because you didn't want to feel that way, that might be something that you need to figure out. If you want to talk to me about it and like we can chat, I know I come off like a drunk buffoon half the time. Generally, though, Generally, I'm actually sober. You can, I was going to say, yeah, you're, and you I'm, still come off like a buffoon. I'm just kidding. Yes. No, I'm agreed. <laughs> agreed. But I'm, I, I am willing and able to have a frank intellectual conversation with anyone about any topic, however it is. Whether it makes me uncomfortable or not, I'll still have the discussion. Sure. Um, I'll have probably a, a stance one way or the other, or I might not, and I might just sit and have a conversation with you. I'm I'm definitely fun with fine with doing that. And I love it. I love the challenging someone intellectually and hearing their thoughts and breaking things down because that's the only way we're actually gonna learn from each other. Yeah. And the great thing about a podcast is I have a microphone and I can say some stupid stuff and, and I almost said shit again. Fuck. There, but, there it is. Yeah, I try. Coming soon, the notes got swear the notes got swear jar. <laughs> that's not gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah brandon threatened that with me with me and we haven't gotten there yet but it's coming it's coming um i, I get the nostalgia yeah. it was nostalgic to hear this album and i to tell you the truth i had to listen to it three times not even on purpose the first really time and a half i listened to it i wasn't really paying attention sure so it kind of tells you that this i didn't i don't hate this album i don't hate it i just don't like it yeah it's weak it's a very weak protest album, guys. To be, to, if you actually research and like, if you search up protest music of the 2000s, this one comes up in the top 10 and it has no, it shouldn't be there. But it's only there because of American Idiot. Because yeah. of that song. And Billy Joe Armstrong humping it into freaking submission. Yeah. Like he ear earhold us all the way through this all the way into Bush's election and going forward and had there been a different person elected had it been John McCain instead of instead of Barack Obama I'm sure we would have been beaten over the head with it more and more and more but it didn't happen and they finally got their way wherever you think about that is sure in the 2000s, it was a very popular thing to be against the president. 
it was whoever trendy. the president yeah, was. Yeah, well, yes. But in but, the early 2000s, yes. George W. Bush made it very easy to not like him. Yeah. Uh, by some fault of his own, he kind of came off like a, like a buffoon. I can relate. But he also was coming off the heels of his dad. He was coming off the heels of somebody who was an, a little bit nepotistic. There's some nepotism there. It was. I mean, he 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 won. He won the Just election in 2000. It, yeah. I had to. I had to. Good old Al Gore. Sorry, Al Gore. You invented the internet and it just <laughs> couldn't help you out here. It was trendy to not like him. And a lot of music artists that float to the left-hand side of things um, did it and did it much better than Green Day. See Rage Against the Machine, System of a Down, Eddie Vedder, Pearl Jam, and No Effects, uh, another punk band. Mm-hmm. These, these just four artists... Not mentioned like Death Cab for Cutie, and there's some other like hip hop artists yeah. that that really pushed some agendas that were done by the Bush administration, and some of the stuff that was censored. If you guys think nowadays, and in the 2020 2021 days that we're being censored and we're being forced to not, you know, hear things on the on media. Look back of the Bush administration and actually look in things that were actually censored by the Bush administration, particularly after the attacks of 9-11. Look back. There's so much that the government did not want you to hear or to see. Artists like Billy Joel, artists like Bruce Springsteen, heavy hitters had songs that were removed from airwaves never to be heard again because they were against the American philosophy of we got beat. Now we're going to go smack you back their yep. whole thing. It wasn't an eye for an eye, right? We can't do this. And it, that, that movement and those, those censorships the government did really just, it bit them, but it didn't because they kept going for seven more years. The funny thing was everybody hated George W. Bush, but barely anybody talked about Dick Cheney, that douche canoe that he was shot a guy in the face and made it out, didn't get anything for it. Right. Probably got a Medal of Freedom for it. What the hell? But this this album, for me, listening to it 17 years later, Billy Joel Armstrong can go fuck himself mm. for this, for the amount of things that he did to be divisive and split people on party lines right. with piss poor music and not with any, there's no substance behind it. Just to do it. I mean, just just to do it. If you think of it, if you want to actually listen to a track that's a protest song during the same time frame, listen to BYOB by System of a Down. That stands for Bring Your Own Bombs. And that actually goes on some of the Bush administration and what they were doing in Afghanistan by bombing towns and killing kids. If you want to actually hear pain, protest, and against the government system, listen to that song. Don't listen to fucking American Idiot. So that is Steve being hmm. uh, controlled, but still putting some money in the swear jar. There you go. Now so, it's good. It's good, guys. You know, and that's the thing about our podcast is we. I mean, this is our this is our thing. We can say what we want and do what we want. So there, there's that, and it is what it is, guys. That's you know. It's why you listen. I hope. It's why you listen. Yeah. And know that we, no matter where you fall, we appreciate you mm-hmm. and your listenership. Mm-hmm. 
And we still love you. Yeah. I may uh, not agree. That's fine. I'm okay with it. But we're Steve and I are at the 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 of uh, the same mindset that we we won't hate hate you necessarily. We will not we won't not even necessarily. We won't hate you. We we are more of the intellectual ones who will we would like to have a conversation about things. We can disagree. That's fine. Yeah, and that's where we'll leave it. You're not wrong. You're not right. I'm not wrong. I'm not right. Nope. It's just, it is what it is. Can we learn from each other? And that's what I think that our country needs. They don't need divisive bull crap that this album really was, was literally just put in the wedge to just, it was it was kindling to a fire that was not needing anything. Nope. You know? It didn't need, it didn't need to get stoked at all. It was already there. Uh, I don't blame... I don't believe that Bush actually won the 2004 election. Just like I don't believe he won the 2000 election. That's a story for a different day. The 2004 election was was won by the Republican Party because the Democrats put up a piece of freaking plaster. Yeah. And that was it. The The guy they put in charge, the guy they put to run against him was just no, he was nothing. He was just, John Kerry is just white bread. That's all it is. Nothing, no substance to the guy, and that's why one of the main reasons they lost to that election because nobody wanted to vote for John Kerry. Even Democrats didn't want to vote for him. I voted for him because it seemed like the lesser of two evils. But I was probably also brainwashed by media and sure. pushing that thing out to the left and how things. But yeah, talk about an election that that happened 16 years ago and just going poor and not even mentioning what we just went through. Yeah. To think to think 16 years ago that we would go through what we went through just a couple weeks ago is uh, is out there, guys. So, I mean... Yeah. Um, I getting, do have to say, I'm uh, deep. pretty pumped about the music that's going to come from that. Oh, dude. I am so looking forward I to... I hope and pray that it brings emotion and isn't... That it, 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 that it evokes thought, that it's deep... It evokes thought from both sides of the the part of parties mm-hmm. that it's not a dividing thing, Mm-mm. and that it can it'll just be a be a unifier, mending fences. Yeah, because that's what we need more than anything. Yep, I agree. Yeah. So I I am right there with you. I'm I love the time periods of, and it's it sounds really weird and really um interesting, but I love the time periods in our world. And in our history where we've been in war and distress because the art community has rallied around and looking back at it 10, 15, 20 years later, you can pick and you can pick up artists that really got it and they kind of encapsulated what everybody was feeling. Yeah. Um, not, not saying any way, shape or form that Brandon and I are those artists. Um, you're just getting our feelings and how we, we kind of portray things. Yeah. On a week to week basis. Guys, and just so you know, there are things that Steve and I talk about that we don't even agree on. Nope. Not at all. So we are still friends uh every day and uh we we know that iron sharpens iron and that what we don't agree on is probably gonna make us even stronger. Yeah. As a, as people. Because I don't I don't go the same way. So it's kind of one of those things. So with that being said, guys, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Um, we I haven't rated this yet. Though. We haven't rated this yet. Holy crap, dude! Okay, I went five. I went. Uh, I went. We'll go six. Six. Okay. Yeah. So eleven out of twenty. I mean, middle of the road. 
Yeah. Still, I think I, I am with Brandon. I think some tracks do hold up to the test of time. They are they would still be popular. A couple of them still are popular. Yeah. They are still jokes. I mean, wake me up when September wake ends. Wake me up when September ends. You always play it on September one, uh, and then October first. October first. So, um, but yeah, uh, there are some there's some pop culture reference in there. They still it still holds up from time to time. It's just it's it's a trash. It's a, it's a trash protest album for what it's actually marketed to be. Yep. Uh, putting a nice little bow on this one though, as we got a little deep as it happens from time to time, I think, uh, we've got a little bit more time for you guys to get your brackets in for the one hit wonder, uh, round of 64 and so on and so forth. We need the full bracket filled out guys. So if you you haven't seen the bracket yet, yeah, you have one week almost to the minute. If you're listening to this right at 7am on Tuesday in March, uh, we need those filled out. We're going to say 6 a.m. on that Tuesday in March, and I don't have the date currently, but I am looking it up right now. Great time for yeah. radio. Yeah, no, we... March we, 2nd. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, so March... 6 a.m. March 2nd. 6 a.m. March 2nd. Happy birthday, Mom. That is my mom's birthday, March 2nd. Nice. So um, I think she listens to the podcast. I hope she does. Uh, but... 6 a.m. on Monday or Tuesday, March 2nd. We need to have those those received in our email or in our personal hands so that we can keep you guys counted for the prizes. Like I said, we have the iTunes $20 gift card and a Nate uh, Magoats hat. Yeah. Uh, fitted, fitted cap. You guys will see us wearing from time to time. On some different things, those will be flashed on social media. The brackets can be found on Facebook. And also, if you need one, email us. We'll email it back to you. Yep. Please fill it out and get it back to us. We like to have some participation here. Copy, share with your friends. We don't care if you live in other countries. We will we will mail stuff to other countries. So sure. anybody and everybody can participate in this. So except yep. for me, because I definitely would win. I don't think so, I Steve. I would win. You already own a hat too. I do already own a hat. I mean, a backup hat in case a backup. the first one breaks down. Right, but they're not going to break down. No, no these are fantastic. these are high, these are high quality. Yes, right? honestly, flex fit hats. Yeah, yeah, the only hats that Steve Steve and Fred Durst both wear. Yep. <laughs> oh God. Um. So uh, that being said, guys, find us at uh, we did say on Facebook Notes My Goats podcast. Look for Nate Chomping on the record. Uh, the Notes My Goats pod on Twitter and Instagram. And the Notes My Goats podcast at gmail.com. Did I get those right? I believe so. All right, good news. I talked fast. Uh, they'll be in the show notes as well here on the podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a review. Give us a rating. Really, the rating is great. We really want to know what you guys think. So let us know what you think. You may think I'm a blowhard who just talks up my ass. Cool. Let me know. That's fine. You can, can also that. give us reviews on Facebook, too. Facebook, too. Yeah. On our, I mean, on our... Share with your friends. Uh, we really want to see this thing grow. We have a lot of fun stuff planned for and, and not planned, but uh, in dreamed world yep. for 2021 and 2022. We want to make 2021 awesome and have that build into 2022. We are still we are preparing for the next year and it's only freaking February, guys. So, yep. That being said. Once again, we are the Notes My Goats podcast. I am Steve. I am Brandon. All right. Have a good one. We'll see you in March. Notes My Goats. Notes My Goats. Notes My Goats.